0: Hello, and welcome to the Free Kick podcast. We're actually in a radio studio for a change. I'm Ryan Shepherd, and today I'm joined by the lovely Mr. Jack Peskett. Hello, Jack. How are you doing today?
1: Hi, Ryan. Um, I'm good. It's good to be back recording this podcast. Um, I'd like to apologize on behalf of all of us for such a long delay. Yeah. But yeah. you know, life just gets in the way. We can't always prioritise doing this. Um, Nathan was meant to be with us, but <laughs> he unfortunately could not make today's recording. He'll be back hopefully after Christmas. Yeah. Um but yeah, Ryan, how are you?
0: I'm doing very well, thank you. Obviously. It's good to be back. It's good to be in a radio studio for a change. You know, different area, different setting from us when we normally record. But yeah, I'm excited about what today's episode brings.
1: Me too. Um, it's, been, it's been a while. We've got a lot to catch up on.
0: We've got a lot to catch up on. So some big stories of the season to tell you about so far. Um, obviously, one of the big ones was obviously the return of one Mr. Portuguese man himself, Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo. Obviously, I was very excited. I, I was even got quite emotional when I found out the news that he was coming back to the Premier League. The, the idol that I supported growing up you know for absolutely incredible achievements that he's already achieved and to come back to Manchester United a sign call sign of like a fairy tale reunion would you n- not say
1: yeah i'd say so because you know he was rumored to go to man city for two or three days before that mm. and you know the backlash online was yeah horrendous for him people calling for his head and whatever <laughs> And then he decides to do a complete reverse, you know, and shows up at Manchester United and signs for is it twenty five million
0: Yeah, rumoured. Rumoured, yeah. yeah.
1: Um but someone like him is always gonna be influential in a team, no matter exactly. who he playing for.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: someone that's done all of it on in the club stage and arguably international stage winning the Euros back in twenty sixteen. Um yeah, so far I've I've seen a lot of mixed reactions um for him to come back actually on Twitter. Um but Twitter's a weird place at times. I've it seen can, Yeah, I agree. I've seen agree. fans saying that oh I know he's scoring goals but he's still weighing us down. Um I'm not really sure how that works because you know he's a striker and he's mm-hmm. scoring goals. That's what you want. I think he's bailed you out a few times already. I agree. I agree. But as a United fan Ryan, how do you feel the signing has impacted the squad? <sighs>
0: See you can look at it both ways because many people would when United were in our poor form which I'll get onto later on in the episode people on Twitter and some United fans were blaming the situation all on Ronaldo fully like I'm sorry he's not the manager he, he he's, he's not he doesn't decide who gets to play and who doesn't and he doesn't he doesn't influence the other players performances it's not just him he he's the one that's bailed out our season we're only still in the Champions League because of Ronaldo.
1: And it's only December as well, and he's already buried you out in five or six games.
0: Exactly. And yet he's supposed to be the problem. Hence why Oli was sacked. It's it's ridiculous. But no, he has been influential. Um, I really hope that, obviously, under a new manager, whoever the man will be in the summer, it will be interesting to see what happens there. But obviously, Ronaldo's impact has already been fantastic and we'll have just have to see how he gets on throughout the season. Definitely, yeah. Coming, speaking of other new arrivals, we have the sacking of Nuno Espirito Santo and the appointment of one Mister Antonio Conte. Now, before we get Jack's opinion, I was begging for Antonio Conte to show up when Ollie was in. You know, everyone wanted Ollie out after poor results. And, and eventually, he was the man that got Nuno sacked and then Conte got appointed as Spurs manager. So, Mr. Peskit, could you tell us your thoughts on the sacking of Nuno and the appointment of one Mr. Antonio Conte?
1: Well, I think it's fair to say unfortunately for Nuno, as much of a nice guy as he is, um having a job of that caliber is not in is is um out of his depth and that is fair to say. Um I feel like he lost control of the team very very quickly. And the first three games were great. We were top of the league. Um but you don't lose 3-0 three different times or four different times when you're Tottenham Hotspur and I know you know we haven't won anything major but normally our league form is pretty good Um, but yeah there was a lot of dirt that came out afterwards he was um, he signed Emerson Royale the Brazilian, yeah. um, who speaks Portuguese just like Nuno. Mm. But Nuno delivered sessions in English and Emerson could not understand what was happening so you had to ask Lucas Moura to translate for him. Oh, God. Now, you feel if you speak the same language and it's someone new coming over to the Premier League, you would help them. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, there was apparently post-training sandwiches. <laughs> now, obviously, the bread was the reason why they couldn't run around for 90 minutes. <laughs> um but yeah, apparently there was post-training sandwiches, people not having faith in his methods. You know, they're very Mourinho-like, apparently.
0: Yeah, very pragmatist.
1: It's just a very... I was speaking to one of our old coaches the other day, Adam Stapleton, and he was like, it's a very Mediterranean way of coaching, the very slow, pragmatic, you know, defending, mm-hmm. defending, defending, counter-attack.
0: Yeah. And I
1: think that's fair to say, because it was the same under Mourinho. And even, this, you can argue it's the same under Conte, but... Seems to be more of a flow under Conte. But as I was saying, he lost the dressing room pretty quickly. Yeah. Um he's not he can't motivate players and I think it's shown because you, you go from Jose Mourinho, right, to his backup goalkeeper at Porto. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's one of those where, you know, how far have we have we fallen? But yeah, he left after getting tonked 3 0 a few times. Um I felt bad for him. Um, but ultimately it was the substitution of bringing off Lucas for Bergwijn Yeah, that was did him main, over that was the main thing and that when that the fans go you don't know what you're doing
0: yeah yeah well, I remember
1: that is very toxic but it's not even Nuno's fault it's Daniel Levy's fault for taking the cheap option he was our 10th choice manager over the summer
0: especially after he rejected Conte initially to then yeah. go and appoint Nuno to then sack the manager who fans didn't want potentially and, and then pay Conte uh, more yeah exactly
1: but you know since Conte's come in We've lost one game. and no, It was against NS Mura, fair enough, but.
0: <laughs> We're not going to mention the NS Mura game, are nah, we? No, we
1: can, it's alright. Um, the, half the team is just Deadwood, I think that's fair to say. The likes of Denali, yeah. Stephen Bergwire, Matt Doherty, Laselso. Um, Selso, and Dombale. It pains me to say, because he's an outstanding talent, but it actually absolutely stinks. Um, yeah, players like that. Some of the two players actually that I was corner for the heads last season they've revitalised their form is Eric Dyer and Ben Davis mm. um, Conte actually comparing Davis to his Asper de Quetta, which I thought was interesting it's very Just interesting the same. yeah but he's got two assists in two games so Ben Davis or Ben Bale who knows <laughs> speaking of Bale potential return in January on loan and then snap up on a free in the summer wouldn't be bad.
0: Wouldn't be bad business. Wouldn't yeah, be bad business. going back
1: to Conte so far, the football is much better. The flow is there. There's yeah. more running around. There's I can, more I goals.
0: Can, I can see that. I mean, Conte transformed into Milan to title winners in two in the two years he was there. Yeah. So it's obviously going to mean that he's he's a very good manager. Clearly,
1: he's just not very good in Europe. It's the only thing. <laughs> That's
0: the only thing. But yeah,
1: um, overall so far, I'm impressed with him. The passion is there again from the players. I feel, and yeah. Just see what has to happen,
0: really. Exactly that, exactly that. So obviously that's our two clubs out of the way in terms of the recap. So other stories throughout the season so far. Obviously West Ham have been doing successfully Amazing. well.
1: It pains me to say as one of our rivals, but I just really like watching them play. I, Especially I Declan Rice. Declan
0: Rice is probably my favourite player in the Premier League at the moment. Yeah, I'd
1: say the so. same. It's depressing, he's only really a bit older than me. He's in my year at school. We would have been in my year at school. Jesus. Yeah, and I'm sitting there talking about him when he's earning 80 grand a week or whatever. He's doing.
0: <laughs> Linked with, like, £80 million moves to Chelsea and Man United. He's worth it, though. He, oh, yeah, he's worth every penny. I'd take him in a heartbeat in the summer yeah, without a shadow yeah. of a doubt.
1: He's stupid not to. He's he- just... I don't know. Someone that was slated, oh, he's overrated, yeah, he passed his sidewards. He's elevated his game. He's taken the criticism from the fans. He's elevated his game to be a box-to-box midfielder. Mm-hmm. But he's a defensive midfielder. It's really strange.
0: Yeah, yeah. One thing I'd like to say about West Ham as well is that I'm really pleased at how David Boyes has you know bounced back from his criticisms. Obviously, I mean, I know people say that his time at Man United was disastrous, which I'm gonna not. I'm going to be honest, it was... But then I, I sort of feel at the same time he should have been given more time than the time he was given. Definitely. Especially, well, I mean, it was obviously a new era. Obviously, for, Sir Alex Ferguson had left, and he was just he was just made the scapegoat because we were champ we were champions. Obviously, the year he came in, we finished seventh that season, I think. And obviously, Moyes was to blame for how this our season went. But the way he's come back from the criticisms obviously he managed Sunderland managed West Ham the first time he's revitalised West Ham absolutely revitalised them
1: yeah I feel with the when he moved to United it was never going to be instant success it was always going to be a rebuild and I feel that because the fans were so used to success, the exactly, expectations were yeah. carried over for David Moyes, and especially as Fergie chose him as well. Yeah, I don't think that helped that Fergie personally chose him. Yeah, yeah. But do I think it was the right move for him? Absolutely. But yeah, was yeah. he backed? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. It's the same old. It's the same as Daniel Levy. You know, he gets a new manager. Okay, is he going to be good? If you back him, it's like anyone in life. Yeah. Any Any team, any manager needs backing to a certain extent. Hmm. One that got over backed was Yagi Paul Cook. Who did get sacked this week,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. They signed 20
1: odd players, it was 23 old players, yeah, I think. It he was. booted the whole team out and signed 23 players. Now, in what universe can you get 23 players to join a squad?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I actually don't know.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those, isn't it? Really,
0: yeah. Tottenham and Man United are very similar in terms of. We have owners that we don't necessarily like. Who don't or like? Okay, I'm not a fan
1: okay, of Daniel okay, Levy at all.
0: Despise. Okay, despise. Yeah. I mean the Gla- the Glazers. As I can speak for themselves. I mean they were in, they were the main reason for how the Super League started, along with the the you know the Super League. They were the main catalyst behind it as well. Yeah. Um, along with
1: Perez. Yeah, and Florentino
0: Perez, And John W. Henry, the yeah, Liverpool owner. Yeah.
1: And the Juventus and, and Barcelona. And Barcelona, yeah. They but were, they're all strapped for cash, that's why. Exactly. But well, apparently.
0: And then I also found out someone said the other day that the Glazers, they're quite clever actually, that they look at the stock market, they take out their own shares when Man United are doing poorly, and then they reinvest in them when Man United are doing good to make it look as if. United are doing terribly financially.
1: Yeah, that's how the stock market works. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs>
0: well, I didn't know that, I didn't know that first. You buy
1: low and you sell high.
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that first. it is a bit sneaky. It's very sneaky. It's and very considering
1: sneaky. they they borrow so much money to put it back in the club yeah. anyway. It just it does make you wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, is that is that allowed? Should that be allowed it, probably, probably not. Probably not, no. And when is it John Henry is involved in one of the biggest banks in America mm-hmm. who's also responsible they were, were linked to some Oh, what was it? Um, God, I don't want to say just in case I'm wrong, but it was something very illegal. Yeah, They funded uh, something. I, I know Something drugs-related, was it, possibly?
0: I, I know what you're on about. I can't remember what it was. Yeah,
1: but it was something very serious, and it makes you wonder, like, who puts these crooks in charge? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't it just go back to the old ways where there's a local businessman in charge of a yeah. football club?
0: Or even, or even fan ownership. Like, in know. Germany,
1: it's 51-49, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. That yeah, that's something that needs to be looked at, looked at because there's far too many owners that have, you know, d- disobeyed the rules. I mean, in the even in the EFL, going off topic. I mean, look at the clubs Derby, that, have, that have gone under. Portsmouth, Berry, who are the prime example. Bolton. Yeah, all all owners, all owners <laughs> that were somehow passed the directors test and have left these clubs in ruin. Yeah, the
1: Derby one posted a video of on TikTok, was it? Yeah, I think it, it was the what? No, he showed them. his house and it was actually from a TikTok video yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. Yeah, he was a Spanish guy wasn't he
0: yeah the Spanish guy can't remember his name yeah but it just
1: makes you wonder like where do they it's like when Pompey went down they found all these rich guys that had no money they had like four or five one of them ended up in prison for tax fraud
0: (laughs) god almighty the
1: one that it was one of the oh one of them he came he came in oh I've got no money then got done for ta- it was in prison <laughs> after
0: it's it's ridiculous really isn't it it really is ridiculous yeah but hopefully something improves yeah. whether, or whether it will or not is an entirely different question
1: yeah it's just modern football it? it's about money these days you see like Napoli have released eight kits already or something stupid
0: to be fair, that Halloween kit was pretty...
1: It was nice. nice, but is there a need to release eight kits? It's just a big... It's because they're made by Armani this season, that's why mm. they've been milking it. And then... And,
0: and then also because,
1: obviously... Palma have six kits, including two goalkeepers. Wait, you're not going to need four kits. <laughs> it's like when we had that fourth kit last season, that Air Max kit. I remember that. Because Nike did a special, didn't they? Yes, they did, Our yeah, kit yeah, yeah. was based on uh, Air Max 95. It was, hor- it was horrendous.
0: Mm-hmm. And obviously, going back to Napoli, obviously... Diego Maradona, obviously, yeah, that's part of the reason why they released kits.
1: They don't need eight, they don't need eight. It's only December,
0: yeah, yeah. I know they'll probably have more by the the January. Yeah, this is the
1: most Italian club seems to release a lot of kits for some reason. Yeah,
0: I don't know why, probably just to sell them, yeah, because they're just rare, exactly.
1: But no one remembers them, it's really strange. I know, yeah, yeah.
0: But speaking of takeovers. Saudi Arabia are now in charge of well, not Saudi Arabia, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Newcastle backed by Saudi owners, now the richest club in world football.
1: Ten times richer than the City. Yeah, something ridiculous. They like are that.
0: ten times richer than Man City. Um, so how do you feel about that? It, it, I, I, think it's, it was always one that it was always a takeover that was like, would it happen? Would it not happen? But Newcastle, it, I, I'm sort of both positive and negative for it because. Back in the day, obviously before I was born, my uncle used to tell me stories about how old Alan Shearer and Newcastle, how they were good back in the day. Obviously, that famous title race with Kevin Keegan's Newcastle Manchester I'd United. I'd love it. I'd love it yeah, if you yeah. beat them. I'd love it. Yeah, Gr- growing obviously getting told that famous title race and not being, not even being able to see Newcastle for what they were to what they are now. Yeah. You know, always being involved in relegation battles, getting promoted from the Championship, Fangis discontent at mike ashley to see them become the richest club in the world now is is really it's exciting but it also shows that maybe the top six the top six should be definitely worried and looking over their shoulders now that newcastle have more money than them combined probably hence why the glazers and people like that weren't happy that the takeover was done in the first place
1: it's just it's more about intimidation, I think, from their point of view. They think, oh no, another big club's going to come up, um, especially a club. Newcastle are a massive club. They are a massive they've, club. All the foundations are set for them to win multiple. They've got the ground. Their stadium is immaculate.
0: It is. A, it is a good ground. The
1: only thing I don't like about it is when like the away fans are up so high. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just it just looks a bit strange. The training grounds immaculate as well. Yeah, I just feel. You know, If they stay up, they're going to be a real threat next season. That
0: Yeah, that that's the question. That's the thing as well. Because they're stuck in the relegation zone, everyone's everyone's saying to me, uh, everyone, people that I see on Twitter are being like, oh, well, who's going to want to go and join Newcastle in January? They're in a relegation battle.
1: Football's a money game. So is it people money, forget.
0: People like Tarkovsky and Lingard, who have got six months left on the contracts. And Bedmey's got six months. Of course they're going to want to go and Newcastle are far bigger than the likes of Burn- Burnley, for example. That's no disrespect to Burnley, not but, at all. If but you, if you,
1: they are gargantuan compared to Burnley. It, it,
0: they're, they're gargantuan, and if they're offering them like 150 grand a week, of course they're not going to turn that down. No, of course not. It, they it won't. secures their. They're
1: guaranteed it, to double their money, probably. Double their
0: money. It secures their families. Exactly. secures their family.
1: Legacy doesn't pay your bills, exactly. money pays your bills. Exactly. That's what Floyd Mayweather said.
0: Exactly. And Newcastle, they're obviously. I reckon they will stay up because, they're, but they're bound to bring players in in January without a, without doubt.
1: Yeah, and that means uh, Maxman will stay as well.
0: Yeah, Saint Maxman will stay. What one flair. of my favourite players player. in, out in the top six.
1: So much flair, but yeah, as you were saying, you know, we, us lot, um, we're like what twenty twenty one. We remember we just see Newcastle as a yo yo team. Yeah, yeah. But they had a good spell when they had Cissé and Bar.
0: Has Ben Arthur yeah, as
1: well. Yeah, one absolute baller <laughs> what, what? when he wanted it. What a player! <laughs>
0: that goal against Bolton, I will yeah. always remember. Remember Johan
1: Armando's goal for Bolton when he did the scoop turn. Yeah, and say, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was. Seeing um, Bolton,
0: see seeing Bolton, seeing the likes of Bolton and Portsmouth in League One as well. It's and
1: Blackpool and Black, even though they're in the Championship. Bla-
0: Bla- yeah. It's 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 really strange seeing yeah. former Premier League clubs like rock up at Cheltenham's ground. Like yeah. it's really strange. But again, going back to ownership, it's just ha- what happens when you let dodgy owners take charge of your club, Exactly. and nothing gets done about it.
1: Exactly. And the only the only real um, criticism I have about this takeover is that having these mega rich owners doesn't fit with the Newcastle uh, working class attitude.
0: No, it doesn't. You know, no, you
1: graft yeah. at work for a week, you go to the football on a Saturday. It's like your day off. You play football on a Sunday, just to get away from your work. And you work Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. nine to five. And the idea of a billionaire owner in Newcastle just goes against that
0: yeah, but but then also you've got to look at the fact- there are some fans that obviously care about the you know the working class traditions of Newcastle and stuff, but then obviously, you see the footage when it was announced about how many Newcastle fans were actually outside the stadium party and saying oh we're we're on our way back as a club, I think they care more I think that the fans care more about now that they're the richest club in the world, we want you know we want success, we've got the money How... We Need to challenge from next season onwards, we should be challenging.
1: But I feel that Eddie Howe's going to be hung out to dry because he he, it's not going to yeah. be instant success like Man City, you know. Thinking of all the players they've been through Joe Rubinho Petrov, <laughs> yeah, Martin yeah, yeah. Petrov, um, Adi Bayor. Adibayor. Um, they had um, oh, what's the There was a Peruvian one they signed, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, a striker, um, oh god, Benjani, yeah, he they signed him from Portsmouth as well, and there was uh. Did they sign Cardozo? Was it Cardozo?
0: I don't think it was. No.
1: It was. It was some South. Right? He played like two games. Jerome Bertang as well as no one.
0: Mm. San Rock, Santa Cruz as yeah.
1: well. Yeah. Well, absolutely. He was good though. He was me, good.
0: Though. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but then just think of it. You know, players like Michael Johnson that could have been great, and then because of all this happened, he's now he's really hasn't played in ten years yeah, or something. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah.
0: It's just strange, really. It's it is what it is but who's going to be the, and the thing is with Newcastle as well with Eddie Howe
1: who's going to go who's going to really want to go to Newcastle in January nobody
0: yeah and then also you see them getting linked with the likes of Coutinho and, and Luis Bacarri. Diaz yeah it's all well and good you can pay you could pay like I don't know you could pay Barca 60 million for like Ousmane Dembele or Play Porto 50 million for Luis Diaz. Yeah, it's all well and good, but are they signing Are they signing players just because they're Newcastle and the richest club in the world, or are they actually going to go out and sign players that the manager actually wants?
1: And players that actually want to play for Newcastle. It's, United.
0: It's, it's better to sign players that actually Eddie Howe wants to sign and players that actually want to play for Newcastle rather than just be like a Dembele or a Coutinho rock up at Newcastle just to earn a fat wage
1: yeah I think players like Dembele and Coutinho will be bad it'll be toxic because they're injury prone and they're they're going to be collecting 200 grand a week to sit on the bench or be injured
0: and they're not as good as anymore as they used to be yeah exactly Coutinho in particular. yeah I agree there definitely but obviously we've had more sackings moving on Mm mhm Dean Smith, sacked by Villa. Harsh. Daniel Fark, sacked by Norwich. Not harsh. Yeah, that wasn't harsh. Then Dean Smith ended up as Norwich boss.
1: Harsh on Dean Smith. (laughs) (laughs) I tipped him to replace Southgate at one point. Mm. I still think that's in the works. You reckon? Yeah. I don't know. Controversial as it may be, as much as Gareth has done for us, he's not the man to win us a World Cup or a European Championships. Mm. As honest, and maybe it sounds stupid, but... It showed when it when it comes down to it, he's got potch syndrome. Doesn't make the right subs <laughs> at the right time. Doesn't pick the right squad. Mm, yeah. But I just feel that Dean Smith, he plays good football. Norris played really. Norris played really good against I
0: think, us. I, I I watched a game they played against Newcastle as well. They were, they should have won. They should have beaten Newcastle. How they yeah. only drew, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just feel that. There's no point in managing a team like Norwich because they just can go up and down all the time.
0: See, this is the thing I hate about the Championship at times as well. No offence to any fans from the Championship listening to us. But teams like Norwich and Fulham, because they get the parachute payments from the, pre- the Premier League, they automatically or, or that automatically means that they'll have more money than the other championship, league, championship teams put together. Exactly. Especially if you look at Fulham as well. They've, they've still got half the squad that was in the Premier League last season and it's no wonder that they're second in the championship and going to come straight back up again. Mm-hmm. There needs to be something done to stop the Prem teams that are relegated have the parachute have, have the parachute payments because, yeah, everyone says the championship is the most competitive league in the world. It is to an extent. But can you call, really call it competitive when you've got teams that are relegated from the Premier League bouncing up, up and down in between the Championship and the Prem like yo-yos?
1: Yeah, it's not. It's uh, it's difficult because I tried looking for that City striker. I I don't know who I was on about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, especially teams like West Brom, it's like they come up and they're just. It's such an underwhelming promotion.
0: Exactly because you've already seen. You, you don't get excited for teams like Fulham or West Brom because oh, we've seen only seen them last season. Whereas you see teams like Coventry in the playoffs, You think, you know you what? Th- you think... Or Millwall, need,
1: outside well, chance. You think, you know what, Millwall in the Prem, why not?
0: Coventry in the Prem. I'd love to see Coventry in the Back prim. in the Prem as well. I know, I'd love to see Coventry back in the Premier League. Yeah, it's just... you need. They're them. more exciting teams to see, have a look, at what like teams like Coventry and Millwall could potentially do instead of seeing like, oh great, Fulham are back in the Premier League. Yeah, we've
1: already beat Fulham 4-0, 5-0, 6-0, 7-0. Yeah, yeah. It's like if Bournemouth come back up, well, we beat them 4 we always just beat them four and five nil. We drew against them once. Mm.
0: It's all. It's like saying, "Oh yeah, Mitrovic is a great striker in the championship. In the Championship, yes. You can't hit a barn door. You can, can't hack it in the prem. You
1: could score an open goal in the Premier League. Mm.
0: It's always. It always seems to be. There's also seems to be that level as well, isn't there? You're like, i have like, not good enough for the prem. Extremely good in the championship, and then you just have that level in between where they're neither or.
1: Yeah, I just it's difficult because I really like Mitrovic. I'd have him at Spurs at one point, but. I don't know because some of the teams aren't too far off championship standard anyway in the Premier League so you'd think he would get at least 10 goals yeah yeah and then by the time like now we scored how many goals so far like 20, 21 I think in the league in the league alone yeah in the, by December yeah yeah it's ridiculous is it even match day 21 yet it's not is it
0: no I don't think so no. that's
1: ridiculous no Bearing, I don't know.
0: bearing in mind, Fulham, Fulham have won by like I think they've won five nil. I knew they beat Blackpool away seven nil.
1: They did, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did, ran yeah. riot. Yeah,
0: they ran. Yeah, bearing in mind Blackburn were down to ten members still. You shouldn't be putting seven past the championship yeah. side.
1: I think if you get if you get relegated from the Prem, you snap Mitchell up straight away. Oh, exactly, <laughs> you get you twenty goals, exact, sell him, exact, go exact, back up to the Prem, and you're fine. Exact, you're exactly, set.
0: exactly, exactly, exactly. But then I read in like the BBC Sport gossip column. I read like Juventus were looking at him. And I, Where, where's that coming from? Well,
1: it's better than Morata, really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Morata. Oh, please, i try not to. Please, do Sorry, don't. Ryan, I apologise. I, ha- I I hate watching Morata play for Spain. Okay, moving on. <laughs> but but moving on, <laughs> we're we're gonna go for the results of the weekend now. Yeah. The results of the past weekend just gone, just to you know move on from any more debate or. Things that we might get into disagreements about, so to speak. Nah, we're normally all right,
1: it's Nathan that's a problem. Normally,
0: <laughs> sorry, Nathan, <laughs> sorry, Nathan, you, you, but you can't defend yourself here, exactly.
1: She's showing up, yeah, no, <laughs> joking. <laughs> right, that's the results, right? right. <laughs> okay, so
0: for, we'll start off with Saturday and we'll start with the London Derby. Well, the I say the London Derby, there's quite a few, but the West a K- London Derby, a London Derby, a London
1: Derby, a London, a London Derby.
0: yeah. West Ham three, Chelsea two.
1: Um, exceptional performance by West Ham. Yeah, um, a fair few goalkeeping errors is fair to say.
0: Mendy, to Chelsea, all Chelsea fans listening to this, Edouard Mendy is nowhere near the best goalkeeper in the Premier he League. Can't
1: concentrate. I was watching a compilation of him. It's his concentration that's. His goalkeeping is fine. Yeah, it's yeah. his constant. He just it's split second. He just switches off and it causes an error, like the Masuaku goal.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then you could also look at the, what's he doing tripping Jared Bowen, just clear the ball out your box. What are yeah. you doing trying to play Iker Casillas style football against Jared Bowen? It's like
1: when um, we played against Chelsea a couple of seasons back and Neger wiped out Alonso in the box. I remember that. Why didn't you just go for the ball? <laughs> Why did you jump on him for?
0: Kung Fu kicked him. Kung Fu kicked him in the yeah. penalty area. What yeah. do you expect? He could
1: have caught the ball. Yeah, he could just run out and. Don't like he, a normal he decides to whip out his best. He goes, "Oh wait, me. I play for Spurs. It's time to go Spursy." And your <laughs> kung fu kicks him in the box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, and uh, wasn't it that VAR had to give the penalty because the ref didn't originally give it, or did the referee point to the spot straight away? They had to check it anyway. I'm pretty sure they checked it anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And I was like, well, a bit harsh." No, it wasn't harsh. It was stupid. But yeah, um, Edward Mendy. I mean, he's not Chelsea standard, is he? Really?
0: I think. Uh, I wouldn't say he's not Chelsea standard. I think he's a. Don't get me wrong, I think he's a good goalkeeper. But he's got a ricket in him. Yeah, he's not the best keeper in in the world or Premier League. He's as Chelsea. Fans he's think probably think he is. the
1: sixth best goalkeeper in the league.
0: Mm. Edson, Edison. Allison.
1: Lloris. Lloris. De Gea, De Gea. Schmeichel. I think Schmeichel's better than Mendy. I agree. And then.
0: Even a Martinez, there's another one. Ah, Pope, yeah,
1: there's another one. There's oh, he's not even top no. 10 at this rate. <laughs> Tim Crawl, no, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> that's taking it a bit too far, Jack. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Tim, a,
1: fine, t- Tim Crawl, a, a prime Tim Crawl against Spurs. Oh, Normally. Uh, Tim Crawl like saving. 30 saves one time we played him. T- I was like, stupid.
0: Yeah, that's good at saving penalties as well. Don't remind me. You know all about that, wouldn't you? Don't remind me. <laughs> but then also, speaking about Chelsea. Draw the draw against Man United and also the um, defeat to West Ham shows that they're not that they're not going to win the Premier League. Like if you if you if you're Ooh, that confi- bold prediction, if, if you're confident of winning the Premier League because you won the Champions League, yeah, we get it. You won the Champions League. No need to keep rubbing it in our faces. Mm. You should be beating the team. You should be beating Man United, who Michael Carrick was in charge anyway. So you should you should be beating a Michael Carrick-based Man United side. And obviously, a London derby, you should be winning London derbies, so even though how good West Ham have been. West Ham are excellent. West Ham were pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But realistically, if Chelsea are to maintain title aspirations, you shouldn't be dropping points to a average Man United side at the time. And you should, be, and if you are challenging for the title, you should be beating teams like West Ham, Man United, and stuff like that. Because to win a league, you've got to be the best team. Yeah,
1: you do. I think there's only one team that are going to win it. Unfortunately.
0: City, Liverpool. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't stand them. I can't either. But they're just on a different level. They're yeah, Salah's dif- are
1: ridiculous S- at the moment.
0: Salah's the best player in the world at the moment, without Ooh, a shadow that's of a doubt. A bold claim Ryan. It is another bold claim, but I'm saying it now. The man is ridiculously on form. Like ridiculously on form.
1: Yeah, he's good. He's good. He gets a lot of stick. I've given him a lot of stick in the past because I have not. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a bit of a cheat, but
0: could also say greedy at times as well. Yeah,
1: I think I when it comes to goals, he's the best player in the world at the moment. When it comes to technical ability, Mane's miles above him. Mm. And Maare to be fair, technical you, you could argue controversial, that. I know.
0: A controversial opinion there, yeah?
1: Yeah, but I just feel that Maurez is a better winger than Salah, but Salah's a better, better finisher better, than Mara's.
0: Yeah. Salah so, Salah's more the winger that finishes goals rather than yeah, creates chances. Exactly. Mares is more the technically technical winger that's able to score Sublime goals, but do more of the creative side, mm-hmm. which then leads to question: Should City have signed Grealish? But I don't think they should. I don't think they need Grealish. I think they should have gone for Kane, but instead they went wasted hundred million it. on Grealish. Stop. No, I'm just. He's I'm, happy
1: now. I'll leave him alone. <laughs> trying to stir the pot again. I'm not anymore. trying
0: to stir the pot. I'm just being completely honest when I think that Man City should have signed Harry Kane instead of Jack Grealish.
1: I don't know. I feel, but he fits Pep's style of play.
0: He does, but then when they already have Bernardo Silva, they already have Mahrez, they already have Foden, they already have De Bruyne, they already have Sterling who can play out wide.
1: Ferran Torres who's leaving in January. Yeah. That's a strange one, isn't it, actually? Yeah. Before but we move on. Before
0: we move on, I want to talk about Ferran Torres to Barca. Oh, right. he's up for this. So, everyone, Barca is supposed to be in, in this financial ruin that they can't sign anybody, hence why Messi left on the free. So can someone please explain to me where they're getting 60 million from to sign for Antares in January? is it
1: that much? I thought it was only about thirty million. No, no, million.
0: no, fifty. No, they, City want fifty-five, sixty for him. That's
1: mad profit. They only pay twenty-seven. Yeah, million.
0: it is mad profit. Javi wants him clearly, and Barca are going to pay fifty-five million. Now, the only way that I can see that if they pay 60 million is they're either selling players in January. I re- I read I read rumours that they're going to sell the in January
1: already I swear he's been their best player
0: yeah he's been their best player but, but I, I read on Twitter Barca fans are and they say oh why did we sign Memphis he only but he only Cal signed because we had Koeman was in charge
1: speaking of Barca actually it just reminded me I read an article the other day Ansu Fati has an older brother who plays for Biggles Wade United over here or oh, Wade yeah, 10, yeah, 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 yeah. who were in the same division as Hashtag United like two seasons ago yeah, yeah. so that's crazy how you have one guy that earns probably £90 a that's week that's- no, probably £60 a week playing on a Saturday and maybe train twice a week. And Jovansu is probably on like £50, 60 grand a week.
0: Wearing, wearing the shirt, my of probably Barca's best ever, greatest ever player.
1: Yep, and plays in front of 98,000 people regularly. It's crazy. It is crazy. It is ridiculous. It is crazy.
0: But obviously, going back to Fran Torres, obviously I do like Torres. I've watched him play for Spain he, he he reminds me. Pep wanted to turn him into a striker. He's like the second coming of Fernando Torres. So Is he? So, well, I I think he can be F. Torres. Yeah, yeah F, F Torres. Yeah. but obviously, I don't. I just don't understand Fernando Torres. Ferrando Torres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't understand where Barca are getting supposedly getting this fifty five sixty million from to sign him.
1: Well, I also read that when this big hoo ha happened, the Saudis were going to give Barca a billion pounds to get out of their debt. I bit dodgy.
0: Mm. I, did see, I did see that. But then when then it's not surprising when is supposed to be getting sold. Obviously, the pie rumours are starting up. Um, Dembele's supposed to be not signing the contract, so he could be sold in January. You know, Barca have just been ruined by poor decisions at the yeah, top. Yeah,
1: we went through the transfer business a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It was stupid
1: the amount of money they've wasted what they'd do under,
0: under different managers yeah. as well
1: they'd buy a player not use him and sell him for less
0: Malcolm is the prime example That's, yeah they it, made a profit they, on made him. A, they made a 10 million profit on Malcom they didn't
1: need to buy him
0: they didn't need to buy him they just wanted to use Roma in signing him
1: I thought he was oh, actually let him down in the end unfortunately he was supposed to come to us yeah like I everybody remember. else I remember yeah, yeah, yeah they bought
0: players like Mattia from Valencia Paco yeah. Alcacer from Valencia. Yeah, and sold him for pennies. Andre Gomez, Yeri Mina, Luca Dina.
1: Lu- Yeri Mina was a strange one. He started, it got him from National, didn't they? Yeah. Columbia, the-, the same club as Davidson Sanchez. Mm-hmm. And then he played for six months and been off to Everton.
0: Yeah, Ever- Everton became sort of Barca's feeder club because they just decided to buy Remember when Gomez. it was Stoke?
1: They got Mark Menencia, yeah. Boyan, Boyan, Moha, Ramos. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what
1: a time that was. Oh,
0: my God. But. See, Man United and Barca are very similar because they're two clubs that are close to my heart for personal reasons. And I, I grew up watching, you know, I watched Ronaldo and Rooney ball out for Man United. Growing up at Barca, I watched the prime, the prime yeah, pep I,
1: team. Yeah, I, well, I used to record it on Sky and yeah. watch it when I got home from schools. So it would be like Valdez. The
0: prime pep team where you had the likes of David Villa, Sanchez, Messi. Yeah, Xavi Iniesta. Busquets. Puyol. Puyol Pique Jordi Alba you know just the prime Pep team Eric Abidal yeah yeah the prime Pep team that we lost to in two consecutive who was the champ- right back um oh god was it Rafinha no Danny Alves that's the
1: one. Oh, Alves. of course it is who's, uh, who's
0: back at Barcelona now yeah as a player pep gets a
1: pound a month a euro a month to play for Barcelona how rich is he gets paid a euro imagine that oh here's a euro Ryan I'll give you one next month <laughs>
0: See the, the weird thing is, I also read somewhere that Messi might just leave PSG after a year and go back to Barca because Xavi's manager there now.
1: But they lost to Betis on Sunday, one 0 at home.
0: Xavi's got a lot. Xavi's got a lot of work cut out. Well, He's got a lot of work to cut he out. He was
1: at Al Sadd, wasn't he? Yeah, right? Yeah. And there was a video on Twitter that went around. It was how Al Sadd play in the Qatar Qatari league. Qatar league, yes. Yeah. So, and they can, yeah. We could put the ball on. No offense, but. It's the Qatari League. You don't, you don't pop the ball round in the Qatari League the same way you pop the around in the Spanish League.
0: It also helps when you have Santi Cazorla at the same yeah, club. Yeah, Cazorla. As well.
1: and they have. Are um, you? Uh, yeah, definitely. Are you? I swear. Let I me mean, have a quick look.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Andre. Or, yeah, it has to be Andre because Jordan plays for Palace.
1: Yeah, they have. There's a. They have a couple of Spanish players there. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Cazorla's one of them. Definitely. I know yeah. that much.
1: Andre, are you? That was it.
0: Of course, Javi Martinez plays for the same club as. Um,
1: uh, all the world,
0: yeah. Obviously, Doha, ha- yeah. Obviously, Hammers is out there now. James mm-hmm. Rodriguez after his failed spell at Everton.
1: Yeah, they have who's this? Is that the same Gil Herme? They have the Gil that played for um, Deportivo La Coruña.
0: Yes, I, remember, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. They've
1: just got their midfield is amazing.
0: It's yeah.
1: ridiculous. It is crazy.
0: No wonder they were Qatari champions for god knows how many years.
1: They've won it a number of times. That's exactly. Um honours. They've won it fifteen <laughs> times, which is a record. They've won the Qatar Cup eighteen they've won the Emir of Qatar Cup eighteen times. They've been runners up seven times. They've won the Qatar Cup eight times. They've won the Qatar Super Cup fifteen times. They've won the Asian Champions League twice.
0: See it's just crazy to me. It's crazy. They finished third me. in the
1: FIFA Club World Cup in twenty eleven.
0: That's mad when you think about it realistically. But I don't know. It's just, I I I went from watching Ronaldo, Rooney, and David David Villa, who I will never stop mentioning because he he was the reason why I fell in love with Spain. David David Villa will always be my favourite Spanish player without a shadow of a doubt. Of all time. All, all time, yeah, all time. He he, he will be my. A, he was a great player. He was a, just just the way he if he could, could finish sublimely.
1: Doesn't he own a team in? Asia,
0: I think so. Somewhere
1: is it India? Is he something to do? Is it the city, the Manchester City's Mumbai city, isn't it? Yeah, something to do mm-hmm. with there. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a couple of Spanish players out there. They have yeah. an Irish player play from as well.
0: Mm. It's like it's like he turned forty, I think, this week, and it 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 just hit me like he's he's forty, and it's just like yeah. Jesus FIFA how?
1: 09 back in the day he was like 28 in his prime at like 91 rated it was very stupid
0: yeah even when Arsenal were linked with him before he moved to Atletico Madrid I still would have loved to have seen him in the Prem regardless of who he played for yeah it
1: would have been great I reckon it would have been like Torres
0: exactly it had been like a
1: Liverpool Torres mm,
0: yeah but anyway how we branched off to Qatar and Spain knows. I don't know anyway back to the results Obviously, Newcastle won Burnley yeah, nil. We were doing results, weren't we? We, we were doing the, the results. Where we were. <laughs> that's the that's the beauty of the free kick podcast. Yeah. We can go branch off into many different topics yeah. in the world of sport. Next week,
1: coronavirus conspiracy theories.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, moving on. Moving on.
0: Newcastle won Burnley nil. The first um, win of the Eddie Howe era. They're still in the mud. They're still well, they're still in the mud till January. Nice to see if
1: Burnley least. can finally play a game and not postpone it because they got what, six injuries. <laughs> That's right, Sean Dyche, I'm onto you. You knew it was going to be called off. <laughs> you didn't even. We gave a lineup. They didn't even give out a lineup. Yeah, we were ready yeah to I play. saw.
0: I saw that. They <clears throat> yeah, to be fair, to be fair, you did see the images of the snow, right?
1: They were they heating on the floor, heating it, melted. <laughs> it was melting. The pitch was almost clean. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but then it started to snow heavily again, and (laughs) Jack's just like triggered about the Burnley game, getting called off by the way. That's right,
1: game in hand to go by West Ham, you heard it first.
0: Game in hand FC over here. Yeah,
1: be another one come Sunday, hopefully.
0: Well, obviously Maxwell corney has been their standout signing, how he ended up at Burnley I don't know, I really... Is that
1: Sean Dyche's first proper non-British signing? I think so, yeah. Oh, Goodmanson. No,
0: No, Goodmanson was second.
1: Fine, his first... He's from Ivory Coast, isn't yeah, he? He's yeah, He's first African signing then, yeah. surely.
0: Yeah, went, went, went from scoring Champions League quarter-final goals against Man City to ending up at a happy- That's the
1: same team as Ndombele then, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Same team as Musa Dembele as well.
1: Little player. The he should have come to Spurs.
0: <laughs> you mention that every time I say his name.
1: Yeah, well, we should. He was supposed to, and he went to Celtic instead. So- the deal was, right, we agreed a fee with Fulham. Yeah. And... um. We didn't want to loan him. No, it was if we we didn't want to loan him back. We weren't to loan him back. And Fulham, no, Fulham wanted to loan him back, and Levy said no. We just left it. And then we ended out with Vincent Janssen instead. I think.
0: <laughs> Vincent Janssen, what a throwback that is! I
1: think it was. would be about the right time? Yeah, it yeah, have been yeah,
0: yeah. What player? It's unlucky.
1: The most unlucky player ever. Actually no, the second most unlucky player ever to wear a Spurs shirt. Soldado. Yeah, <laughs> he's just got fifty goals. There was one game I went to It was against Brighton in the in the um, Capital One Cup at the time mm-hmm. when we got to the final against Chelsea. <laughs> ow, um, <laughs> stubbed my toe, everyone. Oh, just want to let you know. Ow. Um It was on it uh, Poch's first season we got to the final, mm. and it was this was like either the the quarter final or the sixteen. And we just scored. Someone has just scored and then on the rebound he goes to kick it in and he hits the crossbar. <laughs> An open goal. Oh no. Might run against Newcastle. We beat him four 0 I think it was or whoever we played against, but yeah. Fun fact.
0: Fun fact for a fun fact from Jack Peskett. Next week he'll provide you with even more stunning facts. Well, after Christmas. After now. Christmas on the free Kick podcast. Yep more news on that later on now
1: an advert thing. by beats no i'm joking
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway saints won brighton one now usually we'd have our own saints expert to uh, tell us about the saints game okay. but i was at the game for you so i'm gonna do it anyway sorry nathan go
1: on ryan. tell us about your experience let's do like an on the road um yeah the youtube series yeah yeah we'll do that okay on the road um so ryan how did you find as a student how did you find the ticket prices if you don't mind Sharing the cost of how much the ticket cost.
0: No, I I got into. I've been. This was my second time that I've been to St Mary's this season. As I had gone to see, forgotten who it was now that I went to see.
1: They probably lost.
0: I think they no. I think I think they did lose actually. I can't remember who it was against. But no, this is the second time I've been. Went into a different stand than the. Was one. Was you I in the,
1: with the away fans?
0: No, I, that was where I was the first game. The second game I was in the family area.
1: Oh, is it louder or not? No. it's Okay, dead. right, we'll it's get on dead. to that. Right, so the cost of the ticket was?
0: The cost was £15. Pounds.
1: That's not, is that a stu- as an adult or a student? Student. That's not bad. It's um, not bad at all. Out of 10, how would you rate that ticket price?
0: I, I'd, give it, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. That's decent. That's quite reasonable, okay. to be fair. Did For you a get a any food club? when you was there? No, I didn't know.
1: Okay. How would you rate the atmosphere out of 10? 5. How'd you rate the away pounds out of 10? 3. Oh my God. They, so they Brighton
0: were, were awful.
1: So they were worse than Norwich that time probably yeah. oh my god Um, how would you rate the game out of 10
0: I'd say probably 6 7
1: how would you rate the referee's performance out of 10
0: I'd probably say fairly standard oh. 7
1: did you get a programme
0: no, I didn't actually. We never.
1: We always forget when we go know, to a game. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, go- I never carry cash. That's why these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just because yeah.
0: I never. I, I, I see them selling. And I never know if they want cash or pay they my card. I
1: think they have a car I think this will. I will be three pound, isn't it? Yeah, a yeah, yeah. So just um, do So, to a non-football fan, let's just say, would you recommend going if you and say you wanted to go to a game? Would you recommend Southampton as an experience to go to?
0: I think I think for a family experience and a day out, yes. But I'm I'm sorry to offend you, Nathan, and any Saints fans. But I've seen better atmospheres in pubs, in, in pubs, Weatherspoons. In I've seen better, yeah. I've seen better. I've seen better atmospheres in non in EFL, EFL games. Yeah. than I have at Saint Mary's.
1: I've seen better atmosphere at Pompey.
0: I have as well. Yeah, and I've been to Pompey more times than I've been yeah, Saints.
1: I've been to Pompey three times I've seen four I've seen times, Pompey versus Morecambe they brought 15 people there they were louder than Saints
0: <laughs> oh dear <laughs> he would not be
1: happy if he was here oh well he's not here So
0: Saints fans are going to come for us if they listen to this oh well Oh well. they know
1: it's true they <laughs> know they can't compete with the atmosphere
0: they can't they actually can't they only shot for one
1: game and that's they're, when they played them two years ago
0: the, the only chance that they relatively sing obviously, are obviously oh when the Saints go marching in and, and then probably it got down. bad for them at home how irrelevant. But like Pompey aren't even in the same division as you. Yeah, it's rent-free. It rent-free, lives rent-free. In ahead, head. But obviously, going back to the game, um, Southampton had chances, they just couldn't take them. Broha's goal was were good, it was an excellent finish. Sat the defender down, outside of the foot finish. Lovely to watch on the replay. Um, and then obviously, Brighton equalised, Neil Mopé, the absolute goal hero himself
1: yeah he shows up with the shush yeah
0: Nathan was was Nathan was absolutely riled yeah most Southampton Nathan got Twitter
1: banned after the game for saying he thinks he should get hit by a train
0: (laughs) we're not going to mention any more Nathan offensive tweets
1: no Nathan's Twitter is a goldmine if you want to follow him it's at Newington13 on Twitter N-E-W-I-N-G T-O-N 1-3
0: yeah thank you for the little plug there Jack but no, bright Brighton, I, I thought, considering how hyped up they were and how good they were at the start of the season, I was extremely disappointed. I thought that they'd be better than what they were, obviously, and then to compound to compound my fan at fan experience at the ground, you know when the Andrew Trossard was down in injured, yeah. and there were paramedics and stretchers out and all sorts. Yep. I look over I look over into the distance, just a couple of rows down. Like a few rows down from where I was sat, mm-hmm. with my mask on and stuff, and I see a fat, I see a couple of fans get up, get their phones out, ching, taking pictures of someone, taking, that's injured. taking pictures, that's very disrespectful. Of, taking pictures of Trossard's injury, and my, oh, oh yeah, oh I'm gonna go back home and show my kids yeah. what a football player being oh, injured looks like. I'm a like. Twitter journalist. <laughs> it's just like, what are you doing? Why are you taking pictures of someone that's down injured on the ground?
1: Yeah. It's like when the BBC filmed and You just think there's no need for it. I know it's that, a bit. I know it's slightly a bit. It's slightly different, but at the same time, there's just no need for it.
0: Uh, thing is, uh, thing is that 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 haunts me still because I, I I watched the whole thing unfold.
1: I fell asleep and I woke up to just.
0: I watched the whole thing unfold. I, I I I I just had to go and you know take a breather for a little bit because it was just horrifying to watch.
1: Yeah, especially like. I'm glad I didn't see it because the a player that's always going to stay close to me for how he was at Tottenham. Yeah, no it, it,
0: yeah I'll always, I'll, nev- I'll never forget it as well. It was the, it was the fa- it wasn't the fact that they didn't, the fact that they didn't cut the cameras was the wor- wasn't the worst thing.
1: They started filming his wife.
0: The worst thing, yeah, that, that's why I was coming on to. The worst thing was that they had to show his wife being ha- calmed, tr- calmed down by Kier and Caspar Schmeichel. Schmeichel who were in tears at that point anyway. Yeah. It's just like, you see
1: he's back training with his team yeah. in Denmark which is good to see mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fit I hope he comes back.
0: I hope he does. He's a very good player. He's, an, Christian he's such
1: a talent. He's probably one of the best playmakers I've ever seen play in a Spurship. Well, the only good one. All mm. controversial. That's no, not contra- at all.
0: Mm. Anyway, moving on, from moving, Sa- on. moving on from Southampton's game. Yeah, one all draw. Sa- say- say so your
1: overall, just for those who didn't hear, your overall rating of Southampton versus Brighton the whole day?
0: The whole day, I'd probably, I'd probably say 6.5 out of 10. Is Obviously. that
1: your best rating for a Southampton game so far?
0: No, my no, my best rating is probably Saints Newcastle. Yeah, that's, probably, one, that's the last probably, one I went to. Probably eight point five because Saint Maxman scored.
1: Yeah, and then you almost got us bitten up in the ground. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, for <laughs> everyone that doesn't know, we <laughs> were in the Southampton end. Newcastle score, and this guy starts celebrating.
0: Oh, I didn't. I didn't jump about my seat and go, yeah, Saint Maxman!" You made
1: it obvious enough that people started looking at us, and I was like, oh, "Here we go." Thanks, Ryan.
0: Oh, Rhyme. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway anyway uh, anyway um but yeah obviously ralph after the game came out and blamed Alex oh, McCarthy yeah, that, for the whole yep. th- whole defeat because apparently because i wondered why he was taking why defenders were taking goal kicks and it turns out that um yeah alex mccarthy was injured and didn't tell anybody did they have a
1: goalkeeper on the bench
0: they did yeah harry Lewis was on the bench why
1: they might just stick him on then because, it can't be that bad
0: yeah because alex mccarthy didn't say he was injured so no one could relate to the manager that he was injured to take him off.
1: Yeah, but if, if your goalkeeper starts taking goal kicks, there has to be something wrong, surely.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then obviously James Ward-Prowse was on the line for the free kick that Brighton had, which led to the goal. And played him on. And played in on onside. It's like,
1: you remember when, um, who was it, United, when De Gea got Ander Herrera to go on the line? Yeah, Then yeah. he ran forward and then...
0: Yeah, Sigurdsson scored the free kick where Herrera was stood. Yeah, we won't I mention remember. that name for much I'm- longer. Actually, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we won't mention that. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but an Everton player, Everton or Swansea? Everton, Ever- Everton. Everton player scored a free kick after Herrera went on the line, then off the line, then no, off the line, on the line, off the line, and it went. And the hair was still. We couldn't see. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, away from Saints for the time being. Thank God. <laughs> 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 the disrespect. <laughs> Just the disrespect but anyway you'll get more disrespectful moments on the free kick podcast yeah. after christmas remember to
1: follow us on spotify oh we didn't even mention that
0: we hadn't even mentioned that
1: right um for those who don't know this is the first time we're using spotify it's history history, history for the made. free kick podcast we've gone from live streaming to podcasting properly now podcasting properly now all the yeah. podca- most of the podcasts all but one are still available on youtube oh, all but two or three You can find the others on Haps, and you can find our very first one on Twitter. If you just scroll down to the bottom of our page, I might pin it. I'll pin that tweet, so it'll be there to see. I might pin
0: it as well, actually. Yeah. And then also, I I would like to make an announcement. I know that I've neglected my Rampant Red Devils series for a long time, but over Christmas, that will be coming back because I enjoy doing Rampant Red Devils, and I'm much more happier doing it now than i was when ollie was still in charge more on that later that's fair but yeah that will be coming back in around christmas time so make sure to be tuned on to that but anyway back to the results as it feels like we've been on the results for god knows how long (laughs) that's the best thing about podcasts though is you get to waffle about different things that's what makes a podcast i'm just
1: pinning this tweet now okay right so just keep going
0: yeah yeah Watford 1, Manchester City 3. Well, I mean, substandard, really. Yeah, lucky Bus- I ain't 5-0. Bus- business as usual. Watford are advanced. City's good team uh, to play against because they always seem to put four, five, six goals past them.
1: Okay, it's pinned. Everyone that's um, listening, the tweet is pinned. So if you would like to go and view that, I'd greatly appreciate it. It's pinned on our Twitter.
0: And obviously, Jack, Jack, before we started recording, came up with a good fact about Kyle Walker.
1: Kyle Walker is the first... Defender or player?
0: Def- player, I think. We'll go with defender. We'll go with defender.
1: To uh, to win 100 Premier League games with two different clubs, Tottenham and Manchester City. Not what a, bad, a stat.
0: Not a bad stat. What a stat. And then he got sent off. Yeah. And then he got sent off yesterday. Yeah, he
1: kicked Andre Silva. He just, kicked, swiped
0: just swiped him out. Swiped him out for and real no real reason. no
1: need for that, Kyle.
0: And then we're on to the Sunday results now, finally. Uh, Manchester United won Palace nil.
1: Talk to us about the game, Ryan. I didn't. I haven't only watched Spurs this weekend because...
0: That's understandable.
1: Yeah. It's I, a new era.
0: It's a new, it's a new era. You say this every time, but... I've said this four times this season. This it's a <laughs> new era. It's a new era. But, but, uh, but going off that, it is a new era at Manchester United, so to speak. Um, obviously, Ralph Randnich, the charismatic German, was placed in interim charge in the sacking of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Um, an appointment that I'm very excited about, actually. Yeah. Um, the man behind the way Klopp plays, the way Nagelsmann plays, the, a, the way Tuchel plays. He's the he's the he's the German father of gegen pressing. Like he's the guy And the German-Austrian
1: father, because Hasan well. worked under him as well. Wow. Well, not that it shows.
0: <laughs> not that it shows. Yeah, but this this man is the guy behind what. Well, Behind the best of G- type of German football and the way that Klopp has adapted his methods to mm-hmm. use, which is exciting in itself, but it's more the fact that he gets a consultancy role after the two years as which well, is gonna which, is, which is going to be major, which is his, major. His
1: recruitment is ridiculous. Exactly. Goretzka, Kimmich, um, Werner. Werner basically, any young, any German under 25 that is at the top of their game is it's down to him.
0: I'd also I'd also like to point out concurrently that he was the reason Harlem went to Salzburg in the first place. There you go. So oh yeah, he was
1: at Red Bull, wasn't he? Was he, he? Was at, he was at Red Bull Salzburg. He's also signed Chris uh the American guy. Chris Richards. No, the coach. Oh, from New York
0: Chris Armas I think yeah I that's think he's American the, yeah that's the one yeah yeah. Yeah, he's
1: signed Chris Armas to help out yeah yeah i surprised he didn't get Jesse March in as well
0: I reckon uh, yeah I, I don't know I think Marsh is more of a manager now though I don't think he is he? Be.
1: he I, just got sacked
0: he got sacked by Leipzig which I find quite harsh personally but I think he's more yeah I don't think he'd want to be in for a manager interim, interim assistant for six months and then right off you go again yeah but Randnich's appointment is huge because it gets to decide who the next appointment as manager will be. Now, obviously, I said that I would recap what happened at Man United. So basically, in the short version is, Oli got sacked after poor results, which was inevitable and was been coming. more on him later. Randnich was appointed. Well, actually, no. Before that, there were rumours that Pochettino was willing to leave PSG to come and join us which says about the power pull of Manchester United still, if a manager who's in charge of probably the current, the supposed best front three in world football, wants to ditch them That's fair. Wants to ditch them and join us. Uh, it, 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 before
1: you move on, I would just like to uh, reiterate and interview had when he was at Spurs. And it kind of reflects on PSG. Um, he got criticised for saying that trophies build egos. And in this PSG side, there's loads of trophies and loads of egos.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. But
1: yeah, Karen, I just put that in there?
0: Yeah, yeah, so obviously the rumours were st- started about like a couple of days before Ranich was appointed, As at the time, Ranich was still at Lokomotiv Moscow and it was rumoured that he wasn't going to take on the interim job. So um, the rumours were started around that Pochettino was willing to buy out his own contract of PSG just so that he could manage us mid-season. Which is fair play to him That's if he's not
1: expensive because he's he got he still got that massive power from Daniel Levy. Yeah, yeah. It was almost twenty million. Exactly. Quid. exactly. Was it but almost ten million? It was a lot.
0: Must have been twenty million surely. It was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But but the fact the thing that shocked me as well if the fact that he was willing to give up, you know, managing PSG and managing Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi of all people to come and manage us, that takes some character from him, which I must admit. But anyway, obviously it it, it soon transpired that PSG weren't going to let him leave mid season, so hence why we went in and got Radnich and yeah, we appointed him but obviously we only appointed him on the basis that we gave him the further two years as originally we were only going to give him the interim and not the consultancy role afterwards but that was the only reason he agreed to the role so, just so that he could get the two years on the board footballing to those, side
1: To those that don't know, um, what is a consultancy role, Ryan? A
0: consult- <laughs> well, the, the consultancy role that I'm on about is more like, because at Manchester United in the past we have people in charge of our football club that don't know anything about football. Ed Woodward is the prime example. He doesn't know. He doesn't give a clue about football. He's more interested in stock shares and stuff like Money. that. Yeah, he's the main. He's the main decision behind who we appoint as manager and stuff. So make what of that what you will. But um, we have obviously Darren Fletcher is obviously part of the board now, which I still find strange. The player. Yeah, former player Darren Fletcher. Yeah, he was a good player. He was a good player. I did like Darren Fletcher. But obviously, John Murto, who replaced someone, I can't remember who it was now, he's in charge of, like, supposed to be in charge of the football side and basically in charge of the scouts who we sign and stuff like that. But obviously, we have no one on the fo- on the board in terms of football experience. Like, a, you have director of footballs and stuff like that at other clubs. But at this, uh, obviously, we don't have that. And obviously, Randnick has come in and he's going to be in charge of the football side, which is absolutely huge. Because we've never had anyone of his experience in charge of the football side in terms of who the players, who the scouts go and scout, who we actually go in and sign in terms of you know players that will fit the system. And it also means to me that he has a say on who we appoint as well as the manager. Yeah. Like He will have a massive influence <clears throat> as to who he appoints. So you can't rule out Eric Ten Hag of Ajax because obviously Ten Hag was an assistant to... Uh, during Pep's time at Bayern, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And Randnich was... And Pep even said whilst he was out in January that Randnich's methods influenced him. And if Ten Hag's been out in Germany learning from Pep, he would have known Rannich at least, or at least been acquainted with him. Yeah. So if if Rannich has has the pull to get Ten Hag in from Ajax at the end of the season, I'd be absolutely thrilled. But obviously, Rand, the consultancy role is basically Rannich will basically decide who we appoint as manager in the summer if he decides to if he just takes up the consultancy role which I think he will which he de- most definitely will unless if he wins us the Champions League this season which is very statistically unlikely
1: yeah I don't think you've got the team for it no we don't unless, it, unless
0: if Ronaldo carries us to a one man team Champions League winning fit it's likely It would. It w- it's it his w- competition it would be such a Ronaldo thing to do wouldn't it to carry United to a Champions League season but yeah the round appointment is huge um, the thing is, obviously, the, the next manager that we appoint it has to be right. Like I say that every time. I thought Mourinho would be an excellent choice.
1: That's I, why I thought Spurs, but it turned out to be completely yeah, backwards.
0: The Thing is, I don't blame Mourinho. I blame because he wanted people. He wanted players sold that he thought weren't good enough, but the board didn't want to. I'm looking at... Uh, yes, and I am referring to you, Luke Shaw, and Anthony Martial. Oh, he's called out Luke Shaw finally. I, it's I, about time. I cannot I, stand I, Luke Shaw. I'm referring to you two. I'm referring to Paul Popper as well. I'm going to get on to him in a second. Um, so, yeah. Well, I mean business today, everybody. M- M- so, Mourinho wanted players out that the ball didn't want to be sold, and Mourinho wanted players that he didn't get, i.e. apparently he wanted Ruben Diaz, but the ball preferred Lindelof instead. So that's one poor negative judgement. He then apparently wanted a, a centre-back the season that we the season he got sacked. He wanted Harry Maguire the season bef- the season before we actually signed him for a world record fee.
1: He did been a lot cheaper as well.
0: Exactly. He didn't he, the board refused to go and sign another centre-back because apparently we had Lindelof, we had Bay, we had Jones, Smalling, Smalling, Tzibay. You know, they thought they were con suitable centre-backs for a title challenge. Clearly, that's not... When you have Chris Smalling and Victor Lindelof starting week in, week out, it's Chris not
1: Smalling or Phil Jones.
0: Chris Smalling all day long. Phil jo- no, no chance, Phil Jones in hell. Absolutely no chance.
1: I right, like Chris Smalling. I do. I thought it was just too physical. He was, he'd was grab onto you and throw you around a bit. Mm. And he's going to get loads of bookings and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Manchester derby, he got sent off. I can't remember which year it was, but... I'll never Every f- year. I think it was like I think it was like he got booked for pulling Milner down. And then five minutes later, he did the exact same thing and got sent off. But no, but as I've said, the Randnich appointment is huge. But the managerial appointment, I see why the Glazers' first choice is Poch. Like, I think it's pretty known out there that the Glazers want Poch to be the next man to leave Man United after Randnich. And I know that I, I've got someone here who, you know, during Poch's time at Spurs, lo- loved him. Like, loved the Adored way. Adored him. Adored lo- his football. Loved the way they played. Like. The transformation of Deli Ali, Harry Kane, the players that he developed under him were, you know, huge and fantastic.
1: Bit of breaking news, Ryan. Um, 13 players and staff at Tottenham have tested positive for coronavirus. 13. 13.
0: That means the Brighton game will get called off at yeah. the weekend. And surely the Conference League game should. It should be. Should, unless if that's still going ahead.
1: Let's see if we find out who. You keep going, I'll find out who is.
0: Right, so... I, I get why fans some of the United fans want us to go and back Poch and I can see why we've been linked with him because of his progression and, and that he made from Southampton to Tottenham that'd be weird if we did appoint Poch that means that we would, we would have had a manager in charge of all three of our clubs yep if he does come but um yeah i I'm a little bit unsure about Potch personally um you might be surprised but it's all Manchester United you know, are a club that are you know fairly ambitious. Like the fact that we signed a Champions League winning and World Cup winning defender in Rafael Baran and Mr. Champions League himself and record international goal scorer Cristiano Ronaldo means that you have to be challenging for trophies. We, whether I don't care what anybody says, the don't care who's in charge, if you have that calibre of squad with World Cup winners, record breakers. You know, young players that are going to be wonder kids, etc. You have to be challenging for trophies. So, I can see why we've been linked with Poch. But there's a part of me that doubts it. Because, yeah, you can say that Poch did well at Spurs. Don't get me wrong. He did do very well. He got to cup finals and stuff like that. But has he won anything? Like... Yeah, he's won a French league, he's won a French League Cup, couple a
1: couple of trophies in France. A couple
0: of trophies in France, yeah. But but we all know that Fr- that the league one isn't exactly the most hyped up league. We out got there appointed there, there his first
1: be. game or second was the final anyway. Exactly, he just won it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So he he had a sort of free trophy as soon as he got there anyway, and that's what that's the part of me that doubts Pochettino's appointment. Like if he can't and to see his first full season in charge, he missed out on the title to Leal of all clubs yeah Barak Yilmaz, Barack Yilmaz 36
1: jo- years old tearing it up
0: Jonathan David who's now who's currently the top scorer in League 1 I knew he'd come good I like yeah. Jonathan they David they got him
1: from Belgian League did they
0: yeah gang, yeah. gang it, was.
1: Um, it is 8 players and 5 coach coaches that means we have 11 first team players fit for Thursday which is still going ahead still going ahead Thursday's still going ahead
0: Jesus time for Dylan Mark and, Day and Dane Scarlett to light up to light up Thursday <laughs>
1: Well, if we lose, we're out. We have to win. Oh, yeah, of course, you have to yeah. <laughs> They lost five. They that's, won five that's, that's, the probably,
0: that's probably why they. That's probably why Spurs can't afford to have it postponed either, because they, the the UEFA will probably try and get it forfeited, so Renzo automatically get a three 0 win or something stupid.
1: Yeah, it baffles me. You know, UEFA are all oh, COVID. We won't have any fans in. Oh no, Spurs have had an outbreak. Oh no, we'll still play the game. It's alright, lads. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. But anyway, back to Ranit and Poch. So I can see I can see why people want Poch because his style of football is good and stuff like that. But if he can't handle Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe, which is what the rumours are anyway, that he doesn't know where what his best team is, he doesn't know how to handle Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. Well, cause Neymar's
1: injured at the moment anyway. Neymar's
0: injured anyway. Obviously, Mbappe wants out because he wants to go to Real Madrid anyway. So. That that And then he's got Messi, who's, who's got the biggest ego ever.
1: Yeah, he's turned out to be a little helmet, hasn't
0: he? Everyone Everyone's saying Messi would smash the league and goal and assist records. He's already scored. And he's it, scored one or he two. He's scored one league goal. Fred has scored more league goals this season than Messi. And, and I, Kane. And Ronaldo. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't want to mention that in case you are like, oh, are you criticised him week in, week out?
1: i got it, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm kind of over it now. Everyone,
0: everyone was saying, "Oh yeah, Messi would do well in league, Liga, and Ronaldo would." Did be they the were saying, "Oh, flop. Messi
1: after he scores fifty goals against Farmers or something, it would just be some video of him doing." And, that then, and then the fact
0: that everyone everyone was saying, "Oh yeah, Messi Messi will do well at Liga, and Ronaldo will be Ronaldo will will prove will be the finished striker in the Premier League." Yet Ronaldo scored far more goals than him in club competitions than Messi has all season. Yeah, I, I don't need to say more, really, do I?
1: No, i am throwing out of Messi anyway. It's common sense. It is common sense. You think Messi's the best in the world? Did your eyes tested.
0: Just he, he, didn't, he didn't deserve to win the Ballon d'Or either. It should have been Lewandowski. It should have been Lewandowski. Lewandowski?
1: Robert Lewandowski? Lewand- 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 Gols- Lewandowski?
0: Lewandowski? Gols- <laughs> Lewandowski? Yeah, yeah. should have been Lewandowski. Yeah. Anyone saying that Messi should have won the Ballon d'Or and Jorginho finish in third? I, 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 no. I, 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 you don't know. You don't watch football or don't know football.
1: We're still on the scores, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I know we are
0: but anyway going back to wrapping up the Poch thing I can see why we've been linked but I, I do have my doubts if he does get appointed because uh, obviously he's been criticised before about not winning anything coming into Man United with uh in charge of the football side now he'll have to deliver he'll have to deliver but I personally would rather have Ten Hag in charge than Poch
1: yeah, but if Poch was backed know, if this, Poch this, was, this, is this, this is quite tongue in cheek because he's been backed but if he was backed properly, the players that he wanted would it be different? Because at Spurs, he he got cheap alternatives. At PSG, it was is, is his name Leonardo. Leonardo, yeah. He just does all the deals. He does all the deals himself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like he didn't want Ramos or Donmaruma apparently, and yeah, he got them both. Yeah. So make what that what you will. Yeah. But then I also saw on uh, I I, I saw this Alex Teller's Twitter Stan account. You've had like four images. Maurizio Pochettino. Spurs want Alex Tevez. Spurs want Bruno Fernandes. Spurs want I can't remember. Spurs I can't remember who the other two players were. But it was like Poch, Poch was in for Teles, Bruno. I can't remember who the other two were. Are now. they from you? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Martial.
0: Martial. He was yeah. Martial was the other. Was another. And there was one more that I'm trying to think um, of. Donny Van de Beek. Yeah. That was it. You put four images. saying Spurs. Spurs set to bid for like Donny Van der Beek, or Spurs in talks with Porto for Tellez. and it makes you wonder. It will, it makes you wonder what Spurs would have been like had he got those players.
1: He wouldn't have been sacked. He'd still be in charge now. Yeah, I yeah. think he be fine. He'd have won a couple of trophies by now. Yeah, but instead, uh, I don't know if he bought the likes of Fazio and Sambouli and Jansen and then G and then Kudu and let's see who else. Kierich. Oh, that, that was before Poch. Um, uh, God, Kim- so many
0: george kevin and kudu
1: yeah he was awful he was terrible
0: and don belay you could argue we could 60
1: million quid though
0: yeah but still
1: yeah when he when poch wanted players like schneidlin Marne, um Tadic, Tadic van der beek as you said the three others there and we got Tellez, alternatives Martial. that couldn't that weren't ready for the premier league
0: so you can look at it i see what you mean Pot Potts getting backed and going to a squad with players that he originally wanted at Spurs. No. Yeah. It could be it could be an intriguing match. But then obviously you can't you can't look at the success that Ten Hag has done, had at Ajax. You literally can't the, the amount of players that they've developed, I mean obviously Van der Beek is the clear and obvious one because he plays for us. Delict. Delict. der Frankie de, de Jong um, Anthony. Know. A- a- yeah, Anthony's a baller, by the way.
1: Davinarez mm. always looks high. Davinarez. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, but I- I Ajax play good football. They've won trophies. They blitzed Sporting yesterday. And they
1: blitzed Dortmund.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's obviously how do-
1: important is Haaland to Dortmund? Clearly, because they don't win when he's not playing. Very
0: important, and that, that's why. I've, and, I, and that's why I'm gonna I'm, another another potential shock of the thing. That's why I. I generally do think that if we get the right manager and we've ran Nitsch in charge, I generally do think we have a shot at Haaland in the Never. Summer. His if, dad if, played
1: for City, he was born in Leeds. How anti-Man United can you be?
0: Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, club loyalties aren't that much of a thing these days, realistically.
1: Yeah, but he has that Scandinavian he does have mentality. That, he, does mentality, have, mentality he does
0: have that Scandinavian mentality thing. And I don't know how his dad would feel if he went to Man United anyway. because probably of what him Ro- up. Probably because of what Roy Keane did to him. Yeah, exactly. I'm uh, there's a chance. I'm not saying it's gonna be definite because mm. I don't know obviously I don't know who the manager's gonna be that your appoints and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But obviously with Randich in charge of transfers and stuff, there that I, I, I there's a small, a very small chance. But if he goes anywhere it'll be City or Liverpool, Prem wise. Yep. I could see I could see Liverpool needing a striker in the summer. Replacing Firmino with Haaland wouldn't be bad business. It wouldn't be at all. Especially front three of Salah, Harland, Marnay. Oh dear. Sixty-five
1: million quid as well.
0: Release clause. Yep.
1: Because summer in it. It's been two yeah. years or three yeah. years. Or...
0: Yeah. Snap him up. Do do whatever it takes to get him in. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. Give him whatever he wants. Wage. Get him in.
1: Yep. Daniel Levy. That's ideal for us.
0: <laughs>
1: Harlan, Kane, and Son. Whoa.
0: Harland learning learning from Ronaldo. Oh yes.
1: Son passing it to Haaland. Yeah.
0: Sonaldo.
1: Sonaldo and Haalandino.
0: Oh my word. Oh my word. But no, that's just my little brief recap on the mm. managerial situation at United. But no, Ranich Ranic delivered. Obviously, the best 30 minutes were probably the first 30 minutes of the game, probably the best I've seen us play this season. Ranich Ranic ball in full effect with the full pressing. It shows that Fred fits his system more than McTominay does. Out of those two, McTominay will be the one that gets dropped because Fred fits the pressing system more.
1: He can run around more.
0: Yeah. It's very, fairly obvious from watching on um, Sunday that it'll be... McTominay. McTominay's become a bit careless recently.
1: i will take McNuggets nuggets at Spurs. You can have him if you if you want. I'll have him. He's good. I like him.
0: Anyway. Leeds 2, Brentford 2. Not really much to say. Um... Leeds, Marcelo Bielsa's lost the plot a bit. Yeah, I think, I think uh, it's not from... all the it's not all the hype that Leeds fans made out to be. Um,
1: I just feel that he's kind of teasing the end. Yeah. So, my prediction is end of the season. If he's not sacked, he'll leave.
0: Yeah. There also seems to be rumours about him having disagreements with Calvin Phillips, which I find intriguing.
1: But Calvin Phillips spoke out and said, we're we're fine. He
0: spoke out. He spoke out, but then then you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Do you reckon that because
1: he gets injured a fair bit this season, he's a bit fed up? That could be what it's down to. Uh,
0: uh, There is that. he's picked up a few knocks. There is that, but then you could also look at it and say, well, I performed well for England over the summer.
1: I think a lot of our English players are still knackered from the summer
0: yeah Maguire and Shaw particularly They're I think brain dead yeah but then you look at and Rice performing well week in week out
1: is it, is it just a form thing I guess it's got to be form I guess sure. it, it depends how you look at it because you could have seen you know the players that play for the, the clubs and they could see get, losing the final as a negative mm. but the players with the better attitude see it as a positive because they can reflect on their own game yeah because in the Euros, like Declan Rice was knackered by 70th minute, 75th minute, he had to go off. Now he's doing twice that. Mm-hmm.
0: He's playing week in, week out. He's excellent. He's at. He
1: is my favorite player at the moment by an absolute country mile.
0: Yeah, <coughs> he'll probably end up at Chelsea in the summer. It's fairly obvious he will.
1: Levy, you, get your wallet out. 80 million.
0: We need a new CDM in the summer.
1: 60 million plus Deli Ali for Declan Rice.
0: 60 70 plus Jesse Lingard. Oh, wait, it'll be at Newcastle. We can't use him. God yeah. damn it.
1: Straight, straight foot for Bruno. I
0: wouldn't do that, <laughs> not in a million years. Moving on, moving on. Spurs three, Norwich nil. Um, the floor is yours.
1: Um, well, it was a pretty flawless performance. Um, Norwich were unlucky not to score, to be fair. They had they It should have been a draw. Go if you look at chances created, it should have been three all. Um, Adam Ida, Ida. I think he's going to be a talent. He's better than Josh Sargent. He's better than Timmy Purki. Oh,
0: that's another. Really that's, that's another bold prediction. Now he's
1: really threatening. If he gets a manager who can teach him how to finish, which I think Dean Smith can, he's going to be a real handful. Mm. He's only twenty as well. I don't know why they've bought Josh Sargent in. He's played. It's his ninth game. He hasn't. He's called one goal in nine, <laughs> or one or none.
0: Bought him, bought him and um, Did he, they get Rashika? They got Rashica. As Is well. he injured? Must be.
1: I hardly didn't didn't even see him.
0: Well, it's quite funny because Dean Smith wanted him at Villa.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's that good, Rashika. I've not seen anything. No, on. I haven't seen anything. If he can't get into the Norwich team, you have to wonder: yeah. is there a point of playing football anymore?
0: <laughs> to be fair, you're not wrong.
1: But yeah, i um, just to quickly go over it. Pretty dominant, A bit like old Spurs. You know, the press was there, the the, the play was there. Um, it's pretty evident who's going in January, I think, by the decisions and the subs made.
0: Bergwine definitely. Is I don't know. One he brought out? him
1: on. He brought him on, though. I don't know. Bergwine has four games to. He has the Christmas period to resurrect his career. If not, he'll be gone. In Dombalay, gone. No chance. If you're on the, if you're three 0 up and not getting brought on, there's something wrong there. Mm-hmm. Ali gone. The sell so hopefully gone. I read that yesterday there could be up to ten ins and outs in January. Jesus. So that's five in and five out. I reckon.
0: Well, I read that Brighton are planning a bid for Rodon. So
1: I thought it could be a loan deal because he worked under him at Swansea, didn't yeah, he? Potter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but that's why that was really it. It was a good game. It was a Lucas's goal was outstanding.
0: I did see Lucas's goal. What an
1: absolute rocket! It was his first goal in twenty-two Premier League games, though.
0: Mm. He, he, see, this is see. I. If Lucas Moura was more consistent, I'd like him more. Yeah. It's just he. Good like to him, more be... <laughs> I'm sorry. Fantastic. i see myself out. <laughs> no, but obviously I, I, Lucas Moura is held in very high regard. But I just, I just, if he was more consistent, yep. then I'd like him
1: more consistent.
0: Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Villa two, Leicester one. Let's see. I want to talk about Leicester a bit. Because
1: Harvey I'm... Barnes.
0: I'm really surprised at Leicester. FA Cup hangover. I'm start, yeah, but then I also think that Brendan Rogers' head was turned a little bit by all the speculation of him being linked with a Man United job. Well, can you blame him? No, of course I don't blame him. But they just, they just don't look like their normal self. Like obviously, obviously, yeah, they're playing in Europe and stuff. But they were last season and play and were higher at the table than they well, are now. They
1: won the FA Cup as a hangover. I think that's fair to say.
0: Mm, yeah, true. And they won the Community Shield.
1: There you go. It's a, they've, yeah. It's a hangover. That's all it is. They'll be right next season.
0: Here's an interesting question for you because I Hit see a, it. I, I see a lot of Leicester fans debate on Twitter. Sh- should should Patson Daka be starting more games and which would mean leaving Jamie Vardy on the bench?
1: He should be gradually brought in towards the end of the season because I think let's face it, Vardy's not the Vardy of old.
0: Because I've seen I've seen many Leicester fans on Twitter celebrating when um. When when they played Villa, that Vardy had been dropped. Disrespectful because he won in the league, but it's fine. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, that's what I thought.
1: I just think like it's one of those. You know, Vardy's always going to be a club legend there, exactly. no matter what happens. Exactly, to him, exactly, exactly. Um, he loves the club, is obvious. But I think it's. I wouldn't say drop him. It's more a passing of the torch. Mm. It's time ty- because Dakar can score goals. That- it's obvious. He put four past Moscow, didn't exactly, he? Exactly. Yeah. I think it's I one love of Pats those. And yeah. Gradually, you fade Vardy out, you know, you start giving Dakar 25, 30 minutes a game, see what he can
0: do. That's, and what, that's gra- what I'm starting to think is happening. And then
1: gradually it will be 40 minutes, then it will be half. And then it will just get to the point where he just starts. And yeah. then it will rotate. So Vardy will get the last 10 minutes and he'll get the last 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, it's just like the It's just like the fact that all the Leicester fans are like, oh, Dakar should be starting more games. Vardy's past it. He's not the Vardy He involved. is past
1: it. He can only score penalties.
0: He is, he is past it, but he's still got the He's natural. still Jamie Vardy. He's still though. Jamie Vardy. He's having a party. He's having a party. Jamie Vardy's having a party. Not anymore. No, but not anymore. Everton two, Arsenal one. Thank
1: God that that that, that did us a huge favour.
0: It did. Oh yeah, actually, thinking about it now, I'm glad that. Everton Trust won. the
1: process. Trust the process. Arteta
0: oh, in. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna be. oh we we we're winning all our games? We're gonna be in the Champions League next season. He's too busy
1: filming with the side to care about you lot.
0: <laughs> and Chris M D. Yeah. Oh dear! I just feel I didn't. I didn't they shouldn't. I have, they shouldn't. They shouldn't have lost to Man United. I they can't. shouldn't. They
1: shouldn't have lost to Everton. How are you losing <laughs> to Everton? Imagine that, right? Everton, they, uh, th- their fans have the worst luck, right? They get absolutely tonked by Liverpool in midweek. Was it midweek? It mid-week, was midweek. Yeah. yeah. Sunday, uh oh, walk out on the twenty seventh minute because it's been twenty seven years about trophies, and they win.
0: They win, yeah.
1: With an absolute rocket, rocket. from Damari Gray, who's equalled his best ever goal tally in the yeah, Premier League,
0: f- which is five PL goals by absolute the way. Absolute steal. It is absolute steal. Premier League
1: winner the Murray Gray, by the way. Mm,
0: Yeah. Actually, yeah.
1: I forgot about that. We're supposed to sign him. Typical. Ended (laughs) up with NG. (laughs) No. Ended up with no one. Sorry. We didn't sign anyone that summer. That January, sorry.
0: After Christmas, we're going to have one episode of Jack going through players who Tottenham should have bought. That'll be a 24-hour special. 24-hour special of players Tottenham should have signed featuring the one and only Jack Pesky. Yep more and more on that once we've wrapped up everything up
1: yep. so to speak what's next
0: well that's the results done finally oh, wow. <laughs> really? how long are we going for we've been currently going for coming up to an hour and 20 minutes that's alright just keep going we're gonna. yeah we're fine we're fine we're having fun so FA Cup draw I just want to go run through um, the some.
1: selected Premier League results by the way everyone <clears throat> the selected Premier League results oh we just did the Premier League teams.
0: Oh yeah, we, yeah, we, uh, yeah. Dr- dr- Sorry, not results. Fixtures. Not results. The fixtures. Dr- I was going to say. I was, was looking bad. at you like I didn't write the results down. It's not
1: happened yet. It's not till it's for another. It's a month today Month. Yeah. Well, unless the TV, there'll be a TV schedule. It'll be over a weekend, yeah. won't it? Normally, yeah.
0: So no, so no Chel- so no Cheltenham tie, tie. Unfortunately, which I'm quite sad about. But Chesterfield did get drawn against Chelsea, though. Mind. Um, That'll be a tie. We'll,
1: what we'll do is you'll read it out and then we'll say who's going to win, okay. and that's it. Okay, fine. Okay, so we'll do that. Go first.
0: So, Newcastle versus Cambridge.
1: Newcastle. Well, after Cambridge's magnificent result okay. yesterday.
0: No, right, we're not talking about that. Change the subject.
1: Okay, well, I'm just going to finish my sentence. After they're, they're in the, form, they're in form. That's they, the nice they are in
0: form. I don't know what's going on at our club at the moment, but.
1: Newcastle will beat them, it's fine. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, Hull versus Everton. Hull. Upset. West Brom versus Brighton.
1: Brighton, I reckon. They're in full. They're going to beat us. No, they won't. It's not going to (laughs) happen.
0: Charlton versus Norwich.
1: Ooh. That's a bit of a spicy one. Norwich.
0: Johnny Jackson's Red White Army. Norwich. Johnny Jackson's Red White Army. I
1: like like the Charlton kits. They're made by Hummel. I do. Very nice.
0: We beat Charlton this season.
1: You did. It seems ages ago. Mm,
0: Yeah, I know. Chelsea versus Chesterfield. Oh,
1: I wonder who's going to win this one. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Ross Barkley Hattrick calling did, it did now you, did you see the Chesterfield admin I had a bit of fun yesterday oh you haven't seen it oh was that with
1: that woman that yeah, girl and the, yeah, yeah
0: yeah that the, the, the yeah. we won't mention her name the model did, the model the Chelsea model in who, quotation marks yeah her and Chesterfield were like they don't know what a Chesterfield is and felt like three sick emojis after it yeah and then the gif was like oh don't know, stupid. Yeah, something like that. Well, yeah. I, was just, I, I know, saw I, that. I was stitches, absolute stitches. Yeah. Do you not know what a Chesterfield is? Some fans. That just
1: shows ignorance of the game. It You're does. not a proper fan.
0: Yeah, but a, lo- a local side to Cheltenham that did get drawn against Man City in the FA Cup in the third round. Was Forest Swin- Green Rovers. No, Swindon Town. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. No, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> I knew who it was. I'm only kidding. Um, cool. well, it should be City, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Nottingham Forest versus Arsenal
1: They did this a couple of years ago, didn't they? They not? did, yeah um, Eric I'm, Lehigh
0: scored an absolute wonder goal
1: I still fancy um, Arsenal
0: Arsenal, yeah, I agree, I agree Leicester versus Watford
1: This should be Leicester They're defending
0: Dilly ding, dilly dong Yeah We'll see what happens Oh,
1: yeah Oh, that still be Leicester
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Burnley versus Huddersfield replay, I reckon. How just you win the replay?
1: Maxwell Cornet, special.
0: True, true. 40
1: yards screamer, you heard it here first.
0: True, true. Goodness, a good shout, that. Wolves versus Sheffield United.
1: Mm. <laughs> Neither team can really score.
0: Someone wouldn't, someone wouldn't <clears throat> be happy you said that in front of him.
1: Yeah. I don't know, I feel... New manager bounce could still be in full effect for Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they can they could steal it because Wolves don't like scoring. They haven't really scored too many goals. But mm-hmm. Jimenez is back now. Jimenez is back. It's difficult to say because Neto's still injured, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go for Sheff. Upset.
0: Will, will Cope will be pleased. You he will then. be pleased. Very pleased. I, I agree as well. West Ham versus Leeds. West Ham all day
1: long. Oh, God, yeah. They're going to put four past them. They're going to batter them.
0: Rafinha will leave in the summer.
1: I reckon. Oh, it depends. Uh, yeah, actually. It did do we, well. Yeah, yeah. It goes to West Ham.
0: Yeah, yeah. Potentially. Uh, now, my personal round of the tie.
1: Round of the tie. Tie of the round. Tie of the round. Round of the tie. <laughs> We're in round ties here at the Free Kick Podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, my word. I can't round of the tie. Round of the So. Ah. God! <laughs> Millwall versus Palace.
1: This is your tie of the round.
0: What? It's a proper London derby, yeah, isn't it? It is. it its
1: they are both. South London as well Exactly Oh, yeah. oh there's going to be a fight Yeah exactly They're going to get The early kick off as well That's going to be a 12 that's, 30. That's, that's what I
0: said That's what I That's what I said To you before we start recording be, This is tied around
1: I forgot <laughs> <laughs> It seems ages ago now <laughs> um, Palace, yeah. Palace Oh I don't know Millwall Millwall at home though It's Mill, it goes Mill, to them.
0: Millwall at home I've never been to Millwall at home
1: My nan has She went Millwall away I think with Tottenham Back ages like, Years and years and years ago
0: Never been or i, don't, I, don't, I don't, it Tottenham vs Millwall someone
1: I, she's seen Millwall playing to be honest I don't I
0: don't know if it's a ground I'd want to go to
1: they got family club of the year a couple of seasons ago I don't
0: know how I really don't know how
1: there's worse teams Accrington no Fleetwood are worse than Millwall Fleetwood beat up a 14 year old kid and trashed Accrington's bathrooms at the weekend that's true or the last week whenever it was they beat up a 14 right Fleetwood fans sort it out <laughs> you can't beat up a kid just over a game of football <laughs>
0: oh my word anyway where was I on the Tottenham versus Morecambe Jack's pleased he's got a league one side
1: to be fair what is it with Spurs and getting Northern clubs in the third round it was Marine this time last year
0: oh uh, yeah oh yeah when everyone took the mick of Carlos Vinicius for celebrating against the seventh tier side
1: but it ha- the celebration has meaning behind it
0: yeah I, yeah, I, I know I know.
1: we should have got Vin- he's banging goals for PSV why did we not get him back don't know ridiculous um, but Dan- yeah.
0: Daniel Levy taxed that. It should
1: yeah, the, work, the art of spending money. He can't do that. It's impossible for him. Mm-hmm. He cries every time. <laughs> no, um, it should be Spurs. Obviously, yeah. That's all I have to say.
0: <laughs> it should, gonna... should just be Spurs. No surprise. Cole Stockton won the goal in the last Who, minute. Is he the
1: one that scored from the halfway on the other yeah, day? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But then that's probably going to happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man United versus Villa.
1: This mm. is my round of the tie.
0: <laughs>
1: tie the round. This, tire, this tire, is my tie the round. Tie
0: the round. It's, a, it's an intriguing game, obviously, because Villa, Villa beat us earlier in the season. Well, I still think Bruno Fernandes missed his penalty on purpose. Oh, controversial. I still think he missed it on purpose. Oh, salty. <laughs> um. <laughs> Go I'm on. gonna go for United and, and all, new manager bounce. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Ran yeah, but then you could also look at it both ways. Stephen Gerrard. Oh yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, but I think your quality is better than. Yeah, there, and man. I think
0: Stephen Gerrard won't like going back to Old Trafford personally. Oh
1: yeah, he might actually pull out a masterclass. He could though. Yeah, that's the he thing. He might I'm slip worried. at the end though.
0: Yeah, but the very good, very yes. good. Yes. Yeah, should be United all day long. Liverpool versus Shrewsbury.
1: Oh, I wonder who's going to win this now, one.
0: Now, this tie happened before as well. Shrewsbury took them to a replay, but then lost the replay. Remember when
1: it was Haven't, well, versus Liverpool, and they scored like two goals in there, like 4 2 yeah, to Liverpool? Yeah, yeah, That was crazy times. Yeah, yeah. Um, Liverpool. It depends. Klopp might get cocky and play a weaker. Their that's, kids what is, he,
0: that's what he always does. He yeah, plays their a kids weekend. are just.
1: Remember when their their kids team beat Everton's first team? They played them off the well, park. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Curtis Jones, absolute rocket, oh, wasn't?
0: <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching. I thinking, oh yeah. I was. Te- I was. I remember talking with my Everton fan back home the other day, when Everton lost to Liverpool. I was like, oh yeah. Remember that time when Everton should have beaten Liverpool in the cup, but they played their kids and knocked you out.
1: They got played off the park. I haven't seen anything like it before.
0: No, I no. Half I haven't of this,
1: I'd never played a men's a proper men's game.
0: And Curtis Jones had only just burst onto the scene. Now. Yeah,
1: ridiculous. But, but Liverpool, no, all day. Live at
0: Liverpool all day. Yeah, and now this will probably be Nathan's tire the round. Swansea versus Southampton.
1: He's going to this.
0: Yeah. I'm just hoping for a Michael Obafemi winner. Yeah. That, that's all I'm asking for. Well, he's
1: averaging his same goal ratio to Southampton, one in eight.
0: Mm. It would just be, be saints thing to do, wouldn't it, for Obafemi to score?
1: Yeah, it, it, two million quid. That's a bargain, right?
0: It is, yeah. Especially at Championship level. Made
1: his level. debut against Spurs back in 2017, I think. Something like that. Fun fact, um, Michael Obafemi played in the same league as me when I was under nines.
0: Yeah.
1: I, Ryan FC, shout out. They're in my league. Probably played against him. Might have done. I don't know. There's a chance.
0: That's really interesting that. I see I've never played against anyone that I might have known that was official.
1: I only found it by chance though, because I was like, Oh, Oba oh, me No, Wikipedia them, Ryan F C. They played against him when I was
0: eight. no. <laughs> the only claim I hate, the only claim to fame I have when it comes to playing football is winning best player win the best player trophy at a football camp when I was like about eight or nine
1: Go on, Ryan. that's
0: my only claim to fame.
1: sure I was done
0: <laughs> Thanks man <laughs> <coughs> Cheers for that. Um, right so basically that's the FA Cup and results done. And now I've got here on the a recap of United and Tottenham events. I mean, we've covered pretty much. We've covered much, it all. We've, co- we've pretty much covered it all anyway. Yep. Move I'm, on. We, we're going to move on. We'll move you, on. You know about our clubs.
1: <coughs> if you want to hear more, just scroll back. Just scroll just back, back. Just
0: scroll back through. We've Lovely. We've explained it all, really. Yep. I mean, one thing I will quickly add, mind. 20 minutes later. No, I'm then, joking. <laughs> keep going. The the Oli the Ollie, the Ollie interview that was released after he had been sacked. I have. I never watched it and I never understood why it was done I just I get that he's a player in the legend of club the club club legend
1: that's why uh, everyone yeah, else I, doesn't get the same rip yeah,
0: yeah I get it why it was done but is there any was there any necessary need for it no
1: it was it should have been done himself out of yeah. not under all. no
0: need for a whole interview to be set up didn't need it, to see him was, cry wasn't, wasn't set up for, wasn't set up for when Mourinho left wasn't done for when Van Gaal left Fergie did he get one no he, he he came onto the pitch and spoke to the crowd when it when it was when he left, yeah. boys didn't get an interview when he left.
1: Is it a modern? Is this going to be a new phase? No. I really hope not. I
0: hope not. I hope not. Because it's, I feel that it's such, gla- such a glazer thing to do as well. Get get the manager to have a leaving interview to pass the blame. Yeah. As well, which is such a glazer thing to do.
1: I just feel that. Yeah, I feel because there was an emotional attachment to him. Yeah. As for fact, course. that's probably the only reason why. Yeah, yeah. Other than that. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point?
0: He did all he could at the end of the day. It just yeah. didn't work out for him.
1: His recruitment was excellent, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, you can't... Yeah, getting Sancho and Varane in, of course, was good. Even before that? Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Tellers, Cavani. Dan James. Yeah. Was Dan, yeah. really mm-hmm. Dan James. Was I rate him. Dan James was good for us. He just faded out and played too often because we could not get Sancho. Yeah. But you've heard this all before on Rampant Red Devils. I don't need to go back through it. Yeah. So, welcome to... Da, 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 da. the Ballon d'Or
1: Wait. messy no I'm joking it's not, this one isn't fixed like the real one <laughs> remember um, you can vote for this on our Twitter page oh, at 3kick
0: podcast mm. no it's just at 3kick isn't it mm-hmm. yes yeah that's the one at 3kick if you haven't done this in a while excuse me for getting the Twitter handle wrong yeah but at
1: 3kick yeah. on Twitter
0: thank you to my trusty co-assistant Jack Peskett you're but yes, Ballon d'Or nomination. So as Nafe, as usually we'd basically what the Ballon d'Or is for those that are new to this podcast. We basically pick a certain individual or certain event or topic. Would you say certain event or topic? That basically, anything, anything you want. Anything, anything that happens throughout your daily life or week that you feel deserves a nomination. And, and obviously, we give we give our own. Obviously, we've already decided what Nathan's going to be because he's not here to choose himself. He told us. He told us what he wanted, but yeah. And then we basically put up a poll on Twitter and then, yeah, you just get to vote about who you think had has the better opinion, basically. Yep. So, seeing as Nathan's not here, we'll start with his first. His well, choice. Quickly.
1: Antonio Conte ended his conference league press conference. After 10 minutes, after being upset by the COVID situation. Oh, really? He spoke for 10 minutes and just left.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: So, UEFA, sort it out. We, we can't play tomorrow.
0: I, I, I It would be just be the UEFA thing to do, to just forfeit the game and give Rennes the win and knock Spurs out. That's what I thought, though. It's <laughs> not your fault, no, but I can... I, if I it know, was I Barca... If it was Barca, they'd be They'd allow- give him the trophy. Yeah, they would, yeah.
1: Right, Ballon d'Or. So, Nathan, um, I'll let- Nathan who are you picking today? Well... um <laughs> I'm gonna pick Neil Malpo. <laughs> Thank you for the thanks, input, Nathan. Nathan. Why? <laughs> Why, Nathan? Uh, because he's good striker and he scores goals. Thanks, Nathan. Appreciate it. And
0: I love the celebration he scored against us as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, that was Nathan. Everyone, bye, Nathan. Uh, Ryan, have you thought much thought about who you're gonna pick?
0: Who I thought I'm gonna pick? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done some thinking throughout this um time um, and I'm gonna pick Damari Gray. Oh. Um right. <laughs> Jack looking at me in disgust. No. Damari Gray, um gave Ever scored a stunning goal, been a great signing for Everton. No more words really.
1: Okay. Um I haven't given this much thought at all. <laughs> so let's see. The first thing that comes to my head is Boris Johnson. No, I'm joking. No, no. No, no absolutely no, no, not. Absolutely. What a fraud. Absolutely um, not. <clears throat> let's go I'm gonna go for Antonio Conte. Ooh. For Banning pizza, banning ketchup, fizzy banning drinks. mayo, banning fizzy drinks, and also telling the players how to have sex with their girlfriends. True. It's true.
0: And that's been the free kick podcast <laughs> for today. Thank you very much for listening. Um,
1: I just feel that he's just motivated everyone <laughs> at the club and everyone's playing well. So the three nominations are, which are available on our Twitter after the podcast goes live, Nathan, Neil, Malpay, Ryan,
0: Damari Gray,
1: and I'm having Antonio Conte.
0: Thank you very much for listening to our Ballon d'Or presentation. We now move on to some quick fire questions.
1: Okay, we'll do five each because we've run over time. It's fine.
0: We're, we're, good. we're, we're doing fine. We're doing okay. fine. Go, doing
1: you, fine. go no, me, you, fr- you go first.
0: Ask okay. me You go first. You um, go first.
1: Ketchup or Mayo? Mayo. Um, Bruno Fernandes 2020 or Ronaldo 2008. Ronaldo 2008. Kaka um, or
0: Ronaldinho? Oh, God.
1: Oh, that's controversial. It's controversial. Um, Nike or Adidas? Nike. Nineties football shirts or modern football shirts?
0: Oh, don't do this to me.
1: No, I asked you.
0: Oh god! Oh god! Um. Oh god! Oh modern modern shirts. Wow. Okay. Modern shirts. That's your five. Modern shirts. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Thing is, I I like collecting football shirts from old old eras. That was you can't do that to me. I okay, uh, right. Okay. Okay. Uh, hmm. Adibio or Soldado. Soldado. Xbox or PS Four.
1: Or Xbox.
0: FIFA or PES. FIFA. Um. Juice World or Trippy Red.
1: Juice World, although.
0: Um. Portsmouth or Southampton.
1: Or uh, football team or place.
0: Football team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Portsmouth.
0: Ooh, riling up the Saints fans even more. Good choices, good choices. Geographically,
1: Southampton all day, but football team-wise, Portsmouth definitely.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Yep. And now we're getting we're, we're getting towards the end. It's quite sad. I know you're going to miss us. Yep. For quite a while, but after stick
1: it on repeat. Get our streamers, up so we exactly. get paid.
0: After Christmas, we'll be doing this more often. Once a so week, every week. Every week. So feel free, what you will. Yep. But we're coming on to the big. Question. <laughs> Cut that, no, I was joking. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, okay. Okay, so the, the first big, quest- big
1: question of the season is Mr. Shepard.
0: Who has been your signing of the season so far? Tomorrow oh. Gray. Okay. Tomorrow Gray. For you?
1: Because he cost nothing and he scored, he's already equalled equaled his
0: tally. Mine's a bit biased, but debate, but. Mine- he's g- he's
1: going to say Ronaldo, spoilers
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically i'm saying ronaldo because emotional homecoming something that i never thought that i'd experience again well when i when i first found out it was happening the the, the eight-year-old self in me would probably be running up and down the house cry, crying his eyes out knowing that his footballing idol was coming home um he's been influential in man united season i read a stat before we played after the at the 2-2 draw of atalanta when all was in charge if it wasn't for Ronaldo's goals we'd be bottom of the Champions League group with only two points that just shows to show how influential he's been he's already got six for the season in the Premier League if we're going to get top four at least win the trophy then he's Mr. Reliable at the end of the day so yeah it's going to be yeah. Ronaldo for me
1: yeah not really much else to say. A lot of signings have been disappointing this season. That's fair to say. Lukaku Luka- Luka- hasn't, Luka- Luka- hasn't hit the ground running. Grealish hasn't really hit the ground running. Not
0: worth £100. You could argue he's worth £100 million, but he's not. His contract
1: showing. was over £100 million. He wasn't.
0: Yeah. It
1: was, was just his police clause. That's just how football is. Mm. Um, yeah. Sancho, you could argue he's come into form, but it's in taken in. him six months to get to that place. Yeah. All of Spurs signings, except from Romero and Emerson, have been. Uh, diabolical.
0: It's a me, Ben Luigi. Get rid of him. Doo, he can't doo, save doo, doo, anything. Doo, 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 doo. He just
1: stands still. I've never seen a goalkeeper stand still before.
0: I haven't watched him play, so I can't judge. Don't. The only thing I've seen Pierluigi play. In, no, he wasn't in goal was that night when Spurs won the penalties, and or was he? Oh, yeah, he was him. Yeah, that's the only game I watched him in.
1: Yeah, what? Where that,
0: where that classic Pierluigi moment came in. But hey, it's fine. Jack's giving me evils. We're gonna right. wrap, we're gonna wrap this up now. Okay, lovely. <laughs> Lovely um, stuff. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Ryan Shepherd. I've been
1: Jack Prescott.
0: This has been the Free Kick Podcast. It has um, the first
1: one since summer.
0: Since the summer of the Euros, what a time that was. Yeah.
1: Um, if you are new to our podcasting experience, like us on Facebook, the Free Kick Podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram at Three Kick Podcast. Yeah. Twitter at Three Kick, where our poll is going to be mm-hmm. for our Ballon d'Or nominations. YouTube through Kick Podcasts. There'll be videos coming soon. Yeah, it's just finding the time to do them. Yeah. Um, where else? Haps, through Kick Podcasts. We might not use that as much anymore.
0: We might. We might. We may decide there'll be some watch longs in the future. Well, yeah, probably. like maybe when like England play or something. Champ- if if like Man United are in Champions League quarterfinals, say, or yeah. Spurs are in, or Cup if fight. there's an England game or something. Yeah. It, well, obviously the, yeah there will be there yeah. will be and
1: if our clubs play each other probably as well, but. Spurs play Saints at the end of this month, so end of this month. Well,
0: Man United, Southampton, Man United will play Southampton again at some point, and we'll play you again at We'll some work point. it out. We'll work it out. Just yeah. bear with us. Um, yeah.
1: And then now, follow us on Spotify. Three what? Kick Podcast. Oh, Three Kick Podcast, wow. yeah. Um, we're,
0: yeah, we're really branching out here, guys. Yeah, I
1: think that's everything. Oh, wait, and on Tumblr as well. Yeah. Three Kick Podcast.
0: The Three Kick Podcast.
1: Is that all of it? And no, I'll, it's
0: not the free kick podcast, <laughs> it's the free kick blogcast.
1: That was it. Blogcast. The free kick blogcast, sorry. Yeah, we'll um, be
0: writing more articles on Tumblr as over yep. the Christmas period. Yeah. We'll make and, sure to get that done.
1: Um there was one more. If you want to send us any emails or questions for next term show. Yeah. at gmail.com <laughs> Send your questions. Same. It can be anything. Well,
0: absolutely you know,
1: anything. Which Premier League footballers can we take in a fight? All of them. <laughs>
0: Oh my god.
1: No, I'm kidding. But yeah, just <laughs> anything as as out there as you like, three kick at gmail dot com. No one's actually emailed us yet, that's quite no, sad. I know, yeah. But yeah, um it is what it is
0: at the end of the day.
1: Thanks for listening. Hopefully Nathan's back next time. Hopefully. Not a pop world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect again. But yeah, um, I've yeah.
1: been I've been Ryan Shepherd. Once again I've been Jack Peskett.
0: This has been the Three Kick Podcast and until after Christmas.
1: We'll see you then. We'll see you then. Peace out.